Hello and welcome to episode 12, Realising Your Image Ideas, of the 1 160th of the second photography podcast. So I'm joined today by Ben. Um, ben, just for those listeners who haven't who don't really know you and what you do, could you just quickly explain a bit about yourself? Yeah, my name is Ben. I'm a photographer and videographer, and I've been doing that for around 10 years. And in my spare time, I like to uh, edit photos as well. Fantastic. So we're talking today about realising your image ideas, because you can build an image quite easily with digital photography. I tend to shoot um, and really work on portrait images rather than a lot of composites but there'll be occasions when I have an idea I want to do or a location I want to use or something I want to convey but you do an awful lot of composites and fancy images don't you Ben? Yes I do. And so where do your ideas come from for those images? How do you get inspiration to do those images? Um, they comes from a variety of places really. Uh, uh, I watch um, a lot of anime and a few ideas come from that, especially the the more high-tech, like, cyberpunk ones. Um, also from films, from books, uh, computer games. I mean, I can, I'm a big gamer. And just also just random images, uh, random thoughts I get. I think, hmm, that would be a good idea. I must admit, things just pop into my head when I'm, say, brushing my teeth. I'll think, oh, that would look good if it was like, hmm this person all blue background and and this type of lights but i guess i'm quite i'm probably quite influenced by other images i see i just don't necessarily realize that's the case yeah probably probably as well for me i mean that most likely on a subconscious level you see an image and you think oh i like that and then when it comes to coming up for ideas for your next shoot you've got that in your mind of what you want to try and do i would definitely say i, I mimic a lot of styles but i think it's almost impossible now to be wholly original yeah, with everything that's out there. Guarantee someone somewhere will have done what you've done at some point. Doesn't mean that you should not attempt to do it. And I think I, I do quite a lot of street photography or, or attempt to. And I always give it the style of your typical street photography. It's always quite high contrast, um, black and white. But in terms of realising the image I don't have there's nothing in my head already because it's so spontaneous yeah. photography you can't get someone to do what you want you're sort of documenting really so when I work on street photography I've no idea what it's going to be like and due to the way you sort of take the images you take a chance you might get a good image you might not get a good image you don't know really till you get home oh, especially with street photography there's so many variables even uh, the weather can be something or depending where you are even the crowd mm. as soon as someone sees a camera then they start playing up and if like you're in london or let's say i've been in camden and seen quite a lot of photographers there because of uh, how colorful and bright it is it's depending on the crowd as well you want to get a good shot of the model but you're going to get people in the shot so you have to plan for that as well Mm, very much and in terms of ideas where they come from I'll probably see something and think that's good yeah I'll try that so I've used smoke before with gels yep. um, because without smoke in the background you don't really get any colour in the background you get just 
colour on the on the person or the model. So I've used smoke, but I can guarantee I didn't come up with that. I, I would have seen an image somewhere with smoke in the background. I thought, oh, I can yeah. do that. Oh, the colour background lights. Oh, I can do that. So I suppose most of my inspiration comes from things I've already seen, sadly. Um, but I do occasionally have a sort of flash of inspiration and try and do it. But translating my idea while I'm brushing my teeth into an image is actually quite hard. And no doubt you've got that. I've got to find someone to do the Im- be my model, do the image with. I've got to explain to them what I'm doing, which is probably quite difficult. Um, it's probably the biggest difficulty, actually, explaining to someone what you want to achieve. And then I've got to translate it um, through the shoot and then through the editing to get what I want. So how do you translate your ideas into the final image? Yeah, as, as you say, it is difficult to uh, translate that to like the model. With my work, because the majority of it is heavily photoshopped, like say fantasy and composite images, um, it is very different to say street photography or portrait where you can just show them the image on the camera and say that's basi- roughly what it's going to look like at the finished product. With mine, it's a model in front of a green screen I'm like right you've got to imagine that you've you've got this and you've got so say you've got horns and you've got fire coming out of this part and or there's going to be a whole room built behind you with all this going on and a stack of monitors and there's going to be light coming from here or holograms all around so with let's let's focus on the horns with things like horns I mean you you've shown me some of your work today before we started recording and I've seen you do the horns in Photoshop. Is it easier to do it in Photoshop or is it easier to do it practically and then the model can understand what what's on their head? Um, it would probably be easier to do it practically, but for time and money, I just did it did in Photoshop. The photos was very last minute. And if I was to do it practically, I'd have to source the, the horns and then get a... Because I'm not good with... Um, makeup and pr- uh, practical effects so I don't have to get a ma- hair and makeup artist in and pay them for it Where, whereas doing it in Photoshop you just had the model come round stand in front of a green screen and pose and then just do everything digitally I suppose to do things practically does require more planning I've done practical things and edited them later and I've got a really good result whereas I would have been forever editing to do it yeah. in software if that makes sense yeah I would like to do things more practically but uh certain things just more time consuming more costly it's easier to just take an image and put it in photoshop and when you get to your final image does it live up to your expectations sometimes yeah i'm uh my harshest my harshest critic um sometimes i've even surpassed my own expectations one shoot i had a image of exactly how I wanted it to do and then when it came to editing it um, I spent hours making the image look a certain way and then just scrapped it and went with something completely different and then that new image I think is one of the best things I've ever done. See I think in in many ways I'm lucky so I might go to a location with uh, a model and I might take 200 shots and I've got an idea of what I want to achieve beforehand but I'm taking 200 shots and it might be the shots I really wanted weren't very good, but I caught something. I did. We did something around the corner yeah. that was better or a different location, and that's a fantastic image. I suppose with you, 
shooting it to green screen, you're more limited in your outcome, aren't you? If that I, makes sense. Yeah, I am. Like you say, you go out on location, you see something spur of the moment, you think, oh, that'd be good. Whereas with what I do, you have to know exactly what it is that you're wanting to do, or have an, a good idea of what it is you're wanting to do before the image evolves in Photoshop. Um, that is how to portray that across to the subject you're taking the photo of. It can, it can be very difficult, um, especially if they've not really modelled before, like the the one I showed you with the horns. She mm. wasn't a model. And so me trying to tell her about something, an idea which doesn't technically exist yet, which I can't show her, and she's not got much modelling experience to portray what doesn't exist. So with that, is it worth taking a picture and doing maybe five minutes of editing to say, yeah, this is what I'm trying to achieve, or do you not do it that way? Um, I don't do it that way. Um, mostly I would probably do a sketch of the idea. Um, as I say, when editing, the you have an idea of the image that you want, but as you're going along, the image can change from time to time. Mm. Um, I'd say it can evolve. There's some of the ones I do, um, I wouldn't be able to do a five-minute edit to get an example Unfortunately, I've, I'd love to be better and be able to just knock things out in five minutes, but unfortunately I'm not at that level yet. And I think, yeah, talking about conveying to someone what you're trying to achieve is really difficult. So things that help for that are mood boards. So that's we, we've talked about sort of getting inspiration from places, other images. You might put together a series of images and say, I'm going for this type of thing. Yeah, You're not going to go for this thing exactly, but just to convey the mood of what you're trying to achieve. I'm trying to achieve this, this look, with this colour, but you're never tied down too much with a mood board. It's yeah. just to help the other person visualise what you're trying to do, which is, I think, the biggest challenge in all honesty. Oh, definitely, yeah. When you're doing photography with someone, particularly me, it's probably more difficult for you, take a few images and say, show them on the back of the screen, say, this is what I'm looking for, but can you stand this way or can you see the problem with this image you can your hand doesn't look real because it looks like it's coming out of your belly because of the way you're standing so can you chain if stand this way and and you sort of as you go through the shoot things progress and it gets better yeah i imagine it's really difficult shooting against a green screen and difficult to do that it yeah it can be um one picture i did um was just with a friend i don't know if you've seen it the one um, with the space jesus yeah, I have seen that one. Yeah. They actually nailed that that shot first photo I took, so that was that was more luck than anything. Um, but yeah, with with some shots, it's it's so difficult to get them to imagine what I can imagine, because obviously I can tell you something and describe it the best I can, and your idea in your head will be completely different to what I've got. Yeah, and so like I say, even just a hand in the wrong place, and then the finger's in the wrong place and you've got to try and even just minor, minute details like that getting everything perfect for something which in my head might be a month away from completion and when you share your images what's the response of the other party when oh, they see I've, the final image I've not had any disappointment everyone's uh, everyone's loved them from um, the friends who have done, I've done pictures of and edited to uh, models they just they love it because it's something so different it's not just 
like fashion photography or street photography where the results are pretty much instantaneous it's a lot more i'm not trying to um i'm not trying to disrespect what you do at all in any way but like it's more of a bit like digital art than a than a photograph more like a almost like a digital painting no i i completely agree i might take an image and i will edit it and i i may photoshop it to make it look better but i'm not reconstructing it i'm tweaking it yeah whereas you're building it from scratch really aren't you yeah yeah i think i've had feedback has always been overwhelmingly positive i think people are unrealistic about what editing can do so i've had people say to me oh I, oh i don't like my face there can you fix that and make me smile well no i can't but you had the power at that time to make yourself smile yeah. there's nothing i can do about it i can whiten your teeth um if i really wanted to but no i can't change the physics of that environment you're probably going to tell me you could make someone smile in photoshop yeah um even just to go to the liquify option you can put a go onto the face mesh and add a smile in really yeah it looks um if you go too far it does look a bit jokerish or you could just get a picture of someone else's smile and slap that on them and make it look yeah <laughs> i wouldn't do that but just get them just say just smile when i'm taking your photo yeah or, or the other trick is catch them unaware so just say you're doing a test shot take the photo and they'll, they won't be on guard then and yeah. they'll probably be smiling anyway um, or tell some legendary funny jokes do you have any uh, uh, examples? they're so spontaneous I don't have any <laughs> I don't have any routine jokes that I tell people it's just spontaneous hilarity I think that might do that so we've talked about realising your image ideas and it sounds like we both managed to realise the images we have in our head which is good and it sounds like the people we work with are always quite happy with them. So I think it's probably a good time to finish this episode. Yeah. So you've been listening to the 1-160th of Second Photography podcast, episode 12, Realising Your Image Ideas. Do go back and check out our other episodes because we have lots. We're at episode 12 and there's probably a future episode as well. So do listen to our other podcasts and do let me know what you think by leaving a comment here or going over to our Facebook page and leaving a comment there. Thank you. Goodbye.